so as as we've we I think we talked about a little bit last week, AEW teased at least one of these debuts pretty heavily last night. Um that being CM Punk. Um I think it's fairly certain that that he is probably going to arrive in AEW soon. Obviously heavily rumored that Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, um signed as well. But how would you if you if you are if you are one of the EVPs, if you are a head writer for AEW or if you're Tony Khan, however these shows are are put together, if you're putting that show together or these debuts together, how would you go about debuting Daniel Bryan and CM Punk in AEW? CM Punk has to be done in Chicago. Um, I don't know if that's uh, as to the surprise entrant or it just kind of comes out the way Christian Cage did, but uh, he's got to be in Chicago. Um, and the thing they're doing with Jericho, how long is that going to go? So yesterday was number two with Nick Gage. It's Juventud Guerrero next week. I would uh, wrap up after the Juventud match, uh, have MJF come out and say, like, you're fourth challenge or whatever and just be this the american dragon okay um pop them at the end of the night that's going to do a hella rating the following uh the following whatever right whatever shows or whatever show that that would fall on um scotty says cm punk gives the go to sleep to kenny omega get back in my good graces man how about it uh (laughs) uh tim or matt I mean, I was going to say something similar to Ryan. So, I mean, you need to debut one of them at a pay-per-view. So if it's in Chicago, sure, that makes sense for Punk. And then the other should be a close show, just a regular AEW episode, even though apparently TNT doesn't like them doing that. Break a few rules and and do it once, because I think that is going to get more buzz for the next week than just saying, Hey, Daniel Bryan is going to be here because then people are like, oh, okay, cool. Tim? Yeah, just say, oops, I forgot to send the tweet. <laughs> so, sorry. You know, did we not say sorry, that? This is sorry. In, sorry, it was in my Outbox. Uh, Outlook That's didn't deliver me. the email. Mobby. I mean, I think honestly that it boils down to they need to come out together. I think Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are a package deal. Okay. Really? Yes. Did they come out in like a Trojan horse? <laughs> no. On a tandem bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I mean, like, bring, bring. I was going to say, do they have the little bell? They, they keep using this phrase best in the world. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks that that's CM Punk. Daniel Bryan went by that moniker, too. Oh. It's not just CM Punk's thing. It's also Shane McMahon's thing. <laughs> it was CM Punk's thing in the WWE, though. That's, what I think, what everybody's referring to. It was Daniel Bryan's thing in the WWE. Ah, his was the yesy stuff. Like, that's what people remember. I mean, yeah. In my humbled opinion. I yeah, think I, Daniel I, Bryan is I, I get what you're saying. He's more known for the yes stuff, for sure. Yeah. The yesy stuff. <laughs> um, and the nopers. I 
I don't know if, if if CM Punk could give the GTS to Braun Strowman or whatever he's going to call himself on the indies. I I would I, I, the, muscles with beard. <laughs> a, a fun way I think to do the uh, because they're they're gonna promote the shit out of this episode of of Rampage from give it up once again for <laughs> muscles with beard. Um, they're gonna promote the shit out of this Rampage episode from United Center. So everybody's gonna keep talking about best in the world, this and all that. Have muscles with beard come out when they're when they're doing talking about this best in the world thing, and then do a lights out thing. Punk appears, or do, and then you can hit cult of personality or whatever music he's going to have. But if he can do the GTS to uh, Braun, I think that would be a, a great way. And whether you have Braun under contract or not, I mean, they're bringing people in left and right. Um, and and like I I don't I don't know I don't know how you you go about like Punk's the easy one. I feel like Punk's the easy one. I, I don't necessarily know. And, and and maybe it's part of the because Daniel Bryan's been on record in interviews saying that he wanted to wrestle guys in w- from Japan and, and things like so maybe because you're having Japanese competitors in the the IWGP US title uh, every week so maybe that's that's how you introduce Daniel Bryan is is part of that because that's been a big thing I think that's probably a big catalyst as to why he's signing with AEW and not going back to WWE is because he's able to to work these matches that WWE wouldn't let him do. So maybe that's the introduction is, you know, whoever is the IWGP US champion, you know, open challenge, need a competitor, Daniel Bryan. Bryan Danielson. Uh, let's see, Nicholas. Do you think that happens soon? I mean the 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 rumor is he's not de- he's not debuting until uh the US Open show which is September late September. Um okay. Nicholas says have them as a team leading to a big feud between them. Um I think and and it's going to be kind of bridging the gap between this topic and the next topic but I think the whatever is g- going to happen with crowds and shows and the pandemic um may change whatever AEW's plan is with Punk and or Daniel Bryan because if you're if your plan for Daniel Bryan is the shows at New York there's a let's be honest there's a there's a reasonable chance or a, or at least a possible chance that that show doesn't happen at least not at the capacity that they're hoping it to be at so if, if if that's your plan, you know, may, maybe you bump it up into those Chicago shows. Maybe you debut them as a pair so it, you le- at least get them out in front of the crowd while it's still there. And then you like, because I, I think, and, and we, we can start talking about, because that was the final topic of the night. Like th- this is something, you know, there's re- reports this week. Uh, that came out that AEW is concerned um, about the trend of, of, you know, we've seen COVID numbers going up. We've seen mask mandates starting to be reintroduced. 
Um, they are uh, from the report bodyslam.net that AEW is extremely concerned about the trend that they, um, the company's plans for shows in Chicago, New York, and St. Louis. Chicago, of course, being the planned site for AEW All Out. New York being the Grand Slam show. That there's concern that those events could be disrupted. Um, the you know this week we saw the the CDC new guidelines urge vaccinated people to wear masks indoors. Um, in Vegas this week, they institute you know they are encouraging or or mandating uh, in Las Vegas or in Nevada that indoors mask mandate so that has an impact on SummerSlam that sure does that fans at at SummerSlam you know they're not they're not banning large events yet but the the fans at SummerSlam uh will have to be masked since it's an indoor show so I just kind of wish we had a sounder for SummerSlam that you said it three times in a row well if the board wasn't reloading again oh is it reloading again it's reloading (laughs) but like you know, it's it's if if AEW's concern if if the concerns are real, and let's be honest, they probably should be at this point. Um, then then maybe you kind of bump up some of those plans. You know, I I think it's going to have an impact on All Out and SummerSlam, and you know, out. Uh, all of these. Other shows. We will ban you from the Summerfest. I love it. It's my favorite. I fucking love it so much. Um, you know, like. So what you're saying is if AEW is concerned, how bad is this? <laughs> um, like, unless you have other thoughts on, on, on the, the, the punk and Brian stuff, but. In terms of like, I I I, th- I think companies, un- un- I I think right now like you're 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 back on the road, you're back in front of fans. Um, and see Charlie here has if rumors are true, keep the debuts apart. Don't do them so close together. In an ideal world, I think you're right. Um, what what rumors is he referring? The to? Punk and Brian. What that they're going to be debuted together? No, that they're both signing with AEW. Oh, 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 okay. Just because obviously, like, it hasn't been officially announced. So, so right. I don't think you officially announce it till they're on the show, though. Oh yeah, I think it's it's, just put up a Phil Brooks is all elite. Right. It's they show up and then you see the graphic. Like it's it's it it it's that sort of thing. Um, but like I think I think the. The the concerns the the COVID concerns are real. Um, I I think because both companies and and when I say both companies, I mean WWE and AEW. Obviously, Impact is back to doing some shows with fans. Uh, Ring of Honor back to doing shows with fans. Indie wrestling is starting to do more shows again. Um, the Charlie, you have your dates. You have your dates. Because. Uh, the 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 Queen's show is not until September, right? The the all all out happens before the New York AEW show, I think. So Punk would debut before Brian, not the other the other way around. Charlie. You get what he's saying. 
Punk is set to debut. Yeah, Punk is set to debut SummerSlam week. Okay. At the Rosemont show. Um, is that the the pay per view? No. No. Oh, oh, so Punk is not the the dynamite. The, the excuse me, the Rampage show in Chicago that was announced last night at United Center is the Friday night of SummerSlam weekend. Oh, I'm sorry, Rampage. My so that, 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 the first that, dance. Right, so Got that it. would happen. Sure. SmackDown would be 8 to 10, Rampage comes on at 10, and then SummerSlam is the next day. So, I hear what you're saying. And, and like, it makes sense, you know, get, get the buzz for the wrestling weekend, the focus, you know, AEW, I think, is smart on this. Get people talking about your show and not SummerSlam. Okay, let's go back into the history books. Yes. WCW was told by Ted Turner, you're going to have a second show. It's called Thunder. Who did WCW acquire for Thunder specifically? Brett Fart. Yes. If they got CM Punk and Daniel Bryan... Wouldn't you want to debut them on the Friday show that nobody's looking forward to, to give them a reason to be like, wow, Friday's it. Right. I got to, I have to watch this show. Yes. hundred yeah. percent. Charlie, all, all out, not all that in. Show at the time, like the worst possible time frame for that demographic that you're so desperately chasing, like the Friday night, eight to midnight crowd. You're at a bar. Or I'm sorry, ten to midnight. Like it's just an awful sell, especially for the demographic. Like that is the active Friday night demographic. Yes, but I think I think that with it being partnered up with I think having it go after SmackDown is actually smart. Because now, if people are staying at home, SmackDown becomes the lead-in for right. the Rampage. If, if you're if so, you're already watching wrestling, you're turn you're tuning to I'm, Rampage. And I'm not saying eight to ten is a better time slot because it's not. No, Friday's not. Friday is awful. Friday's not great. I I mean I I've watched I've watched a good bit of SmackDown on Friday nights in the last fifteen months because. I've been you didn't home, go anywhere because I've been home a lot. <laughs> right. If I start doing things on Friday nights, I'm not watching wrestling on a Friday night. But again, it comes back to my point is, is I mean, fans are going to um, fans are going to consume it at some point. Um, Charlie, to your to your question, all out, not all in. All in was a few years ago. Uh, all out is September the 5th. AEW Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium is uh, September the twenty second. So is that a pay per view or is that a that is that is a dynamite episode? A dynamite, okay. Yeah, that is a dynamite episode. Um, and here's the deal: when AEW does these special dynamites, the ratings are very positive. The last three weeks were over a million. Um, this the last week, two I weeks, expect it to be one point one. Yeah. Um, so good episodes, good good ratings, but they're, you know, giving away pay per view esque shows. Right when you name them, it gives you it gives 
the impression that it's bigger than a just a regular episode of Dynamite. Correct. Like this week is Homecoming because they're going back to Daly's place. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully for the last time in a while, but uh, we're. <laughs> News flash. Delta, Delta Bre- Burke's got something to say Bre- about that. Breaking news. Uh, we are still in a pandemic. Shocking, everyone. Uh, so, um, you know, they, they might be back in Daly's place before. Thank you, Tim. Um, you, We may be back in Daly's place for AEW before too long. The, I think the really interesting thing is it's going to be with with what's going to happen with these two is, you know, obviously AEW brought fans back to Daly's place before WWE was back in front of fans. AEW was back on the road before WWE was back on the road. You know, we, we saw that we saw Ryan's favorite Thunderdome um, up until just a couple weeks ago. But but my my question is does does aew because they have the amphitheater and they can do full capacity in florida because ron desantis doesn't believe in any science um (laughs) (laughs) like do are would a do you think aew would be the first to go back to their quote-unquote home base and just do shows at dailies (laughs) again in front of crowds and and wwe because there is a buzz a little bit, not like back with with crowds. You have you know Cena's summer tour and all of this. Like they they've they've in, they've clearly invested a lot into this summer. Like is is does WWE are they the last one to react to the this current surge, or is or are both companies just going to kind of let the municipalities wherever their shows are in kind of dictate what they can do? I think we've learned a lot about this this virus and this pandemic that we're not going to go back to things like the Thunderdome, more maybe controlled environments, sure. Masks indoors, probably. Um, but I, I feel like what we've learned from the virus, a vaccine and a mask mandate um, would ultimately keep you rather safe at, at a show that I, I don't think we would go back to not going to shows and not having crowds. Um, but you're absolutely right. Daly's place, I mean, is a perf- has to be preferred for AEW to be able to fall back onto that. Um, the implications around football season shouldn't be. I mean, it shouldn't be a problem. That that's not going to interfere Wednesday nights and Friday nights. That and they're uh, in AEW. Generally, their pay per views are Saturday nights, right? Right. So you're probably in, you're in a you're in a, a pretty good spot. If you even have, are you going to tape Rampage? And who the fuck goes to Jaguars games anyway? Like, that's a good point. That's if we're being point. totally honest, that's a good point. And they like they're not getting a lot of primetime game, so you could do if, if it is a Sunday pay per view. You could Jackson the Jaguars at one, the forty people that go to those games they file out single file, and then AEW has Daly's place. It's at just night. all it's all Minshaw's family, <laughs> right? probably get some more fans oh it's tebow country too oh that's right so oh, like 140 tebow. people so he hasn't been cut yet so there's that <laughs> give it a you, 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 missed, you, read, 
you discount how much of white America has been begging for Tim Tebow. That's to come true. Back and, I, don't, and I don't discount that. Florida. Okay. So, yeah, they might get like a thousand people. <laughs> What's the student body and alumni size of the University of Florida? Um, well, well, student body is probably bigger than alumni because to be alumni, you have to graduate and <laughs> it is Florida. <laughs> Um, you mean to tell me they ain't smart enough to graduate at the University of Florida? I said what I said. Um, uh, but but back to the point, like, how how do we think the next... And it feels weird to be back even talking about this, because, like, like, it was, you know, March of last year, and, and I don't think... I, I agree with you, Ryan. I don't think we get back to full lockdown, shutdown, empty building. I don't I don't think we get to that. Um for for multiple reasons. Um but how, how do you think the next the next couple months look? Do we do we see some capacity limits as we go into fall and winter? So you know the the, the 19,000 tickets sold now become 10,000 tickets. Like I I I think that's a more realistic thing and and I think Kind of what you know, like Madison Square Garden's doing, and I think we're starting to see it in in with with different businesses. I've seen there's, um, I saw I think there was a restaurant chain or something that said today that the only way you can dine indoors is with proof of vaccination. So I think we may start seeing that, like like Madison Square Garden, the WWE has a SmackDown in in September. Um, MSG requires proof of vaccination. So I think Boy, I, it's going to be tough for, uh, Sasha Banks to get through the doors, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, it's, uh, sadly, there's probably many a wrestler that are going to struggle to get in the door on those shows. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's your Riker impression. That was pretty spot on. No, that was me uh, doing a dance that sounds like it should also be said done while saying Eddie Guerrero. Ah, got, got, got it. Got it. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that's that's more the ticket. I, I, unless unless there's some degree of of shutdown or banning of large events, which I, I I don't I don't know that we get back to. I, I think we're we're in a situation where you might see capacity limits or, or vaccination required. Pod seating, I think, would would work. Sure, you were at a concert last weekend, right? With, with I was, pod seating, I was, I was, and it was pod seating on like the track, and then yeah, it was individual rows in between any anything and like a grandstand seating. So, um, it felt really safe to see that. Um, and as soon as like the first act came on, everybody got up out of their pods and went to the front of the stage. <laughs> so, and, what you're uh, telling me is pod seating works? <laughs> pod seating looks weird and if everybody just stays seated at a concert like they're supposed to we'll all have a great time <laughs> sit well, out well i mean if if people followed recommendations and in intelligence we probably wouldn't be talking about a, a surge right now uh let's see devin here says uh my hope is next two months too many words get it off the screen start going down <laughs> people start listening he really wants to take his nephew to the show coming up at the end of september i think yeah wwe uh coming up at the end of september here um oh the super show the super show um 
Matt, uh, Tim. I don't think we're going to see CM Punk debut the way Matt Hardy debuted with nobody. That Co- that will never happen. Those correct. things aren't going to happen. Correct. I, I I will agree. I will definitely agree with you. Um, on that one, Matt or Tim, your your thoughts on what the next couple months might might look like with wrestling. I think they'll just go business as usual for the next couple months. What as pandemic? Good or as bad <laughs> of an idea as that may be, it's going to depend on the state. But I think it's just going to be full speed ahead because they want to make their money before the government tells them that they have to. So, so what you're down. so what you're telling me is uh, both companies are going to do more business in Texas and Arizona and Florida <laughs> and Alabama. For sure. It's going to be the, the great Southern tour of professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be business as usual. And they'll adjust when they have to adjust. They will not be proactive at all. Yeah. It will be very it will be a very reactive move, if anything. Yep. Yeah, I, I think... We didn't so. send that restrictions email? Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh shit! It's in the, it's yeah, in the that's, that's that's also in the outbox. Oh, they said it was a suggestion. Right, it was a recommendation. Damn it, my you know, bad guys. I I I agree with it. Like, and it's I in I I think we're going to justify this problem in this country the way we justified tons of other problems in this country, and just go, well, it is what it is, guys. You know, just. Yeah, people are gonna die, so let them die. I guess. Uh, so you know, it's it's what we do here. You know, ladies and gentlemen, Garth Brooks. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, look at look at the, this is really exciting over here. Don't worry about that stuff over here. This is really exciting over here on this side of the world. Um, but yeah, reactive. Like I said, if there's capacity limits, if there's vaccine requirements, things like that per venues or per cities or. Or whatever it is, but but yeah, I, I I don't I don't I definitely don't think we we go back to I don't think we see the Thunderdome again, Ryan. I know it breaks your heart. You're so sad. You miss it. I I think you took I think I actually think that's why you took the week off. You've been so stressed out because uh, you didn't get to tune in and see your screens every week on on Monday Night Raw. Um, sucks. <laughs> but it, but it um yeah I I. I, I I think AEW would possibly be the first one to go back to that home base just because they have a home base with fans. WWE doesn't. And I think, you know, with, with Cena and, and all of that. Could you imagine the spin Tony Khan puts on that? We love and respect our fans and want to keep them the safest possible. Unlike the other brands, that's why we're taking our product back to Daly's place. And it'll be great. Be great. It is a great. The Daily's place is great. Dynamite's great. Rampage is great. <laughs>